Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of the Soft Serve podcast. And on this episode, Stomping Jen and I are talking about things that made us happy as a child. And I'm going to say I was in a terrible mood for this entire episode. And I don't know how Stomping Jen made it through an hour and ten minutes with me. But I hope you can make it an hour and ten minutes through the episode with us. And if you like the show, please subscribe to it on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. I think we're in some other ones too. I can't remember. But anyways, the message here is please subscribe and download. We'd really appreciate it. And we appreciate you. So without further ado, I give you the soft serve podcast. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Okay. Here we are. I didn't hear the pops. I have the pops turned down, but by the pops, I think you mean the countin'. Yep. Get a little closer to your mic. Are you okay over there? No, I'm trying to adjust my seat so I'm comfortable. All right, show 22. Here we go. This is a big one. You sound so excited. Yeah, I'm in a bad mood today. Why? I don't know why. I just am. For real? A little bit. A little bit. We'll see how this goes. Me recording in a bad mood. I think I'm in a bad mood. Why are you in a bad mood? I don't want to go into it on the show. The show is not the place for me to talk about why I'm in a bad mood. The show is the place. No, it's not the place. Okay. So... What are we, uh... (laughs) What are we here to talk about? I don't think I like this bad mood. Well, this is the one you've got. <laughs> how can we put you in a good mood? I don't know. We'll see. Let's see how this goes. So this is episode 22. We're supposed to talk about the things that made us happy as a child. Yeah. You'll see why that. Maybe with doing the list is why I'm in a bad mood. You'll see. Shortly, I think, once we get into our lists. Your list is still like 300 pages long. Well, by 300 you mean two. Then yeah. Yes. <laughs> then it's 300 pages long. Uh-huh. So, what are we drinking for show beers? Oh, I didn't what are we gonna, open mine yet. What are we going to plug? Mm. I'm drinking this one called Two Juicy New England IPA. Two Roads. From... 
Two Roads Brewery. Where are they based out of? Two Roads? Yeah. I don't know. Let me see your can. All right. I'm handing the can to Stomping Jen. She's going to look at it. For some reason, I thought they were in Framingham. Uh, I'm looking at the can. Okay. So to see if I can see where they're from. But it doesn't say. All so right. I don't know. All right. I'll look it up online we'll later. We'll have to look it up. Two Roads Brewery. And this is Two Juicy New England IPA. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Mine mm. is by Night Shift Brewing. One of our apparently favorites since we keep getting some of this stuff. Yeah. They, um... They're a frequent beer on this podcast. Um, so this beer is called Night Fever. It's a stout with chocolate and coffee. All right, Night Fever. Do you got the Night Fever, baby? Isn't that a song? No. Night Fever? Yeah. Night Fever, Night Fever. I drank two of those the other night. Yeah. This one's pretty good. It was pretty good. Pretty when good. I was playing video games, I had some of those. You want to come sit with me? Stomping Jen is talking to Dagger, the podcat, who is looking at her lap. But doesn't appear to want to make a commitment here. Yeah, so before we jump into the lists, I want to say once again to all of the people who have subscribed and downloaded, thank you. We're making good progress. The feedback has been good that you've given us, and continue, um, if you haven't, to listen, subscribe, download, do all of those things to help us out. Are we on iHeartRadio yet? No, we should be soon, though. I listed us there, so we'll be there. I don't know who uses iHeartRadio, honestly. I've never met a single person who uses iHeartRadio. And um, if you do like our podcast and you listen to it regularly, I would ask you to please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us out. Those of you who have done so already, thank you. <coughs> we have six reviews. We do? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. So... Go on there and read them. See what other folks are saying about the Soft Serve podcast. See if you share an opinion. Even if it's a bad review, leave one. Give us some feedback. So, I'm also going to make another announcement. This is going to come to a surprise as a surprise to you, Stomping Jen. Oh no. You don't you don't you haven't heard this yet. Oh no. Yep. Our are you aware of the college cheating scandal yes. that has rocked the nation? I am aware. I don't want to go too deeply into part it, of it with our listeners, no. But I'm sad to announce that the person formerly associated with the Soft Serve podcast, known as Professor Weasley, <laughs> was embroiled in the college cheating scandal. Wait, how? So we can't go into details here. Situations of uh, public urination. So I'm just announcing immediately that he is no longer 
associated with the Soft Serve podcast. He will not be appearing on small council episodes. <laughs> and I may even have to go back and delete old episodes. That's really awkward. <laughs> I'm not expecting you. I'm not expecting a reaction. I just had to announce this to our listeners. So those of you who are fans of Professor Weasley, you know, I'm just I'm sad to announce that he was caught up in the the National College cheating scandal, and he'll not be appearing here anymore. This will be the last we speak of him. What? No, no, no. I think there's a little bit more. Let's dig a little deeper. So moving on, we're gonna. <laughs> What? I don't understand. It's okay. We'll we'll just move on from this. So, do you have any announcements? Anything you want to? I didn't know there was an announcement segment on this podcast. Just before we hit our lists, we can announce whatever we want. Oh. Say whatever you want before we get into the meat of the show. Meat. No, Evan. The thick, bloody meat of the show, which is us reading our lists. Nope, I have nothing. Okay. Nothing else? Is there something you want me to talk about? No, 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 nothing. Um, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm feeling so... Um, that may be part of the reason I'm in such a bad mood is the the developments concerning Professor Weasley, but... Anyways, let's not dwell on that. I don't want to talk too much about it. So we have a tall order ahead of us. The lists, we, our list is that we have to discuss this week is the things that made us happy as a child. Now, what did you take this list to mean? How did you approach it? Um, I don't know how to answer that question. Um... I mean, child, like what ages are child? Is that like kind of what you're referring to? Or I wasn't referring to anything. I was just asking how you interpreted the question. I thought about being a child and what that evoked for me. Okay. That was pretty much how I approached it. So when you thought about being a child, what... What age range would you say you were thinking about? Yeah, mostly preteen-ish. Okay. So, K to six. Maybe K eight. meaning kindergarten. To eight, maybe. Okay. I think I approached it a little differently. For me, I thought about... Any time before I left my childhood home okay. for my adulting, <laughs> you know, and that was easy for me because I left, literally left the day after I graduated from high school and did not return for the most part. So that was the period of time for me. It was any time I kind of lived into my, lived in my childhood home. Okay. That was the sort of how I approached the question. Great. Now, how do we want to read these particular thoughts? I don't know, but I think you should go first because you're in a bad mood. Why does that mean I should go first? I don't know. 
And would you have noticed I'm in a bad mood if I didn't you, say I was in a bad mood? You didn't seem in a bad mood. Interesting. I mean, granted, the last couple of hours you were consumed with activity, as was I. What kind of activity? Like you were cooking dinner and stuff, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I took a nap. <laughs> no, while I was cooking dinner, you were napping? <laughs> Yes, but you were napping before that, and I took the children to the playground, so. Okay. Fair enough. You've been busy today. I haven't really spent a lot of time together, so this is the first I'm hearing that you've been in a bad mood. We haven't spent much time together. Lucky you. Maybe that's why you're in a bad mood. That's probably it, actually. I did cut your toenails. That was nice of you. Thank you. (laughs) I do like to spend time with you, but... Having my toenails cut isn't exactly what I think of as quality time together. I do very much enjoy cutting toenails. Indeed. You do take pleasure in it. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, my, again, once again, my list is huge. Yeah. And I think I have a lot to say about all of the items on my list. Mm-hmm. So, how do we do? Are we taking turns? Whatever method that you feel is appropriate for this evening in which you are in a bad mood. All right. See, what if I didn't want to be in a bad mood? What if I was working my way out of being in a bad mood? You keep mentioning I'm in a bad mood. You might be keeping me in a bad mood now. (laughs) You seem to be enjoying this fact that I'm in a bad mood. I don't enjoy it. Go on. I don't have much more to say. Now you're making me feel um, insecure about the fact that I mentioned that you were in a bad mood. No, I'm not making you feel insecure. You feel that way. (laughs) All right. Nobody can make us feel anything we don't want to feel. Oh, now I have an announcement. What is it? (laughs) So I inadvertently, mistakenly did not realize that I binge watched the entire season of Shrill on Hulu. On Friday night. How did you not realize you binge watched? It was only six episodes. Okay. And they were half an hour each. I wanted to watch that show. You watched it without me. Well, I didn't mean to is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I'm in a bad mood. But that happened on Friday. Maybe I've been carrying that with me since Friday. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's been weighing heavily on my mind. But now we can't discuss it because you didn't see it. Well, we could have discussed it if we had watched it together. I know, but I watched the whole thing. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. The things that made me happy as a child. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna read them. I'm probably gonna give some commentary for each one. And if you have something to say, you're welcome to. Great. You can ask clarifying questions. You can probe. We can explore. What okay. kind of a show is this? This is a show of dialogic intercourse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is all that stuff on your list? This is, it's my show notes. Yeah. The outline of the show. Yeah. I can't keep it all in my head, so I have an outline. I'm going to rattle the paper so people can hear it. Okay. All right. Number one of on my list of things that made me happy as a child... Going to the park near my house. 
I spent a huge amount of my free time as a child in the park near my house. It was a very huge, um, I just said huge twice. Um, it was a very large park, you know, maybe 10, 20 acres fields and bordered us. It had lots of like basketball courts, baseball fields, a tennis court, a playground. It bordered a swamp that I spent a lot of time in as a kid. So I was over there all the time in this park, mm-hmm. mostly because I didn't want to be at my house. Mm-hmm. So it was my refuge of sorts. Mm-hmm. That's number one. What do you have on your list? Um, neighborhood games at dusk in the summer. Yeah, that's nice. Is that where you played Ewoks with little... Oh, no, that's on my list later on. Oh, really? <laughs> what was his name, little... James. I was going to say Jasper, I think. No. Little Jasper. Okay. No. no, but I have fond memories of playing outside with all the neighborhood kids at dusk with fireflies and things of that nature. What kind of things share a nature with fireflies? Just, you know, summer evenings at dusk. Children. Okay, I can buy that. I don't know. It sounds nice. Thanks. All right, the next thing that made me happy as a child was watching TV. Mm. Escapism. Okay. Land of the Lost was probably my favorite TV show as a child. Mm-hmm. And I would watch it over and over again. Did you have it on VHS? No. How did you watch it over and over then? It was on one of the networks. Like all the time? Pretty much. Uh, Enough where I knew all of the episodes. Hmm. And again, I think there was an element of escapism in that show. Um, For those of you who don't know what Land of the Lost is, it's a... Show about a father and his two kids who are rafting. They're on a routine expedition of sorts. Uh, there's an earthquake. Then they fall down a waterfall, go through a time portal, and end up in this... Um, Land of the Lost. It's the best way to describe it. It's <laughs> full of dinosaurs, um, monsters, and other things. What are those reptilian things? stacks. Yeah. And I think as a child, I actually spent a lot of time wandering around in this park that I mentioned before looking for portals. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I desperately hoped portals were real and that I could fall through one and go into the land of the lost. See where this list is going for me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So... That um, watching TV and escaping reality in television brought me happiness as a child. Okay. What's next on your list? (laughs) Pretending to be a mermaid in the pool. That is so sweet. How did that go? How did you pretend to be a mermaid? Well, I used to like do like choreographed dances in my head and like enact them and like do headstands. Did you eat 
clams? No, there was no food related pretending to be it. Like the realism of being a mermaid in the pool, like, was not part of this process. Okay. So it wasn't very realistic. No. Okay. Was this pre The Little Mermaid or post Little Mermaid? That's a great question. Probably pre. When did The Little Mermaid come out? The Little Mermaid came out. Good golly, Miss Molly. I don't know. I'm blanking. I'm pretty sure it was before. You think it was before? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Next on my list of things that brought me happiness when I was a child is Halloween. I loved Halloween. I loved dressing up and pretending to be somebody or something else. And going around to houses and getting stuff. Okay. That's what I loved. Yeah. What's next on your list? Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Dancing to music on roller skates in my garage. Hmm. Like Janet Jackson. Did you do a lot of dancing to roller skates in your garage to Janet Jackson? I don't know. These are just the things that I remember. All right. So these are kind of like random memories of things you did that made you happy. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. All right. Reading. 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 I was going to say what? Um, Mostly Stephen King... This other guy named Robert McCammon, who I really liked. He was kind of a lot like Stephen King and Dean Koontz. Mm-hmm. I read Dean Koontz books. So they also provided me a heavy dose of escapism as a child. I think I started reading Stephen King when I was like around 11-ish. Mm-hmm. I started with like Pet Cemetery and then <laughs> The Stand. At 11? Uh oh. Yeah. Yep. So here's our obligatory microphone etiquette. What to do now? I just need you to project a little louder, especially if you're going to be leaning back like that. <clears throat> I didn't say get closer, I said project louder if you're going to lean back. Okay. Great. Thank you. Love you. See mm-hmm. how much fun this is? <laughs> All right. So reading. Reading. Escaping through reading made me happy. Okay. What's next on your list? Um, playing in the wooded area behind my friend's house. What did you do in this wooded area? <laughs> we would pretend to be Ewoks. No, but like it's more about like the smell of the forest, like the green the onions, you know, like there was like um, skunk cabbage back there and like other things that we used to like pull, like the onions from the ground and just the very green and wet. And do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like in the woods, the like woodsy like smells and 
stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm not That's, sure how skunk cabbage works into this, but. Well, it's just like the plants that we used to. He's going to sit on your paper. I have like right. a nice lap here, and he's going to sit on he's, your paper. Um, the he that Stomping Jen is referring to, because you can't see it, is Dagger the Podcat. And instead of sitting on Stomping Jen's lap, he is electing to lay on top of my show notes. <laughs> and he seems quite happy in his current position now. What's up with that? He's a cat. Okay. Okay. Another thing that made me happy as a child was staying at my grandmother's house. I loved to go to her house mm-hmm. and stay there. Because she treated me with kindness. She made me special dinners, would let me watch TV, took me on walks. She was just a very kind and gentle person. Like a grandmother should be. Mm-hmm. I think she is the, in my mind, uh, the archetype of the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Anyways... That made me happy. What's on your list? Um, snuggling with my mom. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> you did a lot of that as a child? I don't know. Yeah. I used to lay on the couch. I don't know. I think I did zero snuggling with my mom. Can't relate. Sorry. It's okay. Going out to eat. Mm. Made me happy. I like going out to eat. Yeah, specifically not eating dinners at home. Where did you go out to eat? Who did you go out to eat with? Um, my mother liked to go out to eat a lot. So we would just go to various restaurants like Chi Chi's. Did you go with your whole family? No. Who'd you go with? I don't want to go into those details. too much here okay. right now okay we just wouldn't eat dinner at home and okay. that would make me happy okay okay what's next on your list <laughs> spending time with my family <laughs> I'm sorry. why are you apologizing just a look on your face what describe the look on my face for our listeners you're just like <laughs> It's like the opposite of what you just said, almost. There might be a... I have to adjust myself here. This is the most uncomfortable podcast studio in the world. Yeah, it seems like there's a theme developing here. (laughs) Next on my list of things that made me happy as a child. Sneaking... Out of the house at night during the summer. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned earlier I lived near this park and it would be bustling at night, you know, during the summers with people playing basketball, like baseball games. Mm-hmm. And as soon as like my father would go to sleep, I would sneak out of the house and just go riding around on my bike doing whatever I wanted to do, getting in trouble, 
getting stuff from the ice cream trucks. Do they park over by the park? Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. So that was something I loved to do. It was just like sneak out at night and go wander around. Probably not the best thing to be doing, but I enjoyed it. What else you got? Oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> going to the trading card candy store. Like they used to have, do they still have those kinds of stores anymore? That have like magazines and like, like candy and like comic books and. We call them corner stores. Yeah, like a corner store. I'm sure in towns that are actually like small towns. You know, they have a town square that people can walk to and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure they have them. They don't have them out here. Yeah, they don't have them out here. No. Not like... There was one by me. It was called Soda King. We had several in the town I grew up in. Yeah. We would go there and they had a slushy machine. Mm-hmm. We would get slushies. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. Okay. Let's see. I liked to, as a child, rent rated R movies from Rite Aid and watch them when my parents weren't around. Great. Yeah. So I would do that. Yeah. It was usually like on a Saturday or a Sunday morning. So my mother would sleep till like noon and then my father would be out doing his errands till like 10, 1030. So I would get up like at 7, 730 and go up to the Rite Aid rent like rated our horror movies mm-hmm. like Sleepaway Camp what? or yeah, Sleepaway Camp? Um, The House That Dripped Blood. Yeah. Yeah, and I would race back home and watch them before my father got back home. They rented videos at Rite Aid? Yeah. Yep, they did. You know those, like, I don't know if they, I don't know if I'm thinking the right thing. Well, they would have them, so they have these big, like, plastic things on hinges that you can leaf through. Oh. You know you know how they have those yeah. for posters? Yeah. They would have that for the the videos. videos. And they would just have like the video box covers. Then you would like get the number and bring it up to the mm-hmm. counter. And they had all the videos up at the counter. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, that's one thing that used to make me happy. Hmm. What else you got? Um, <clears throat> at the playground, like flipping around on the top of the slide. I had a bar. You could do flips over. <laughs> this look on your Phase. What look? I wish I had my camera. What look? I'm not giving a it's look. It's like an incredulous, like, oh, you're so cute. Look. Like, what is wrong with you? Look. No, it's not a what's wrong with you look. It's a uh, feeling a deep amount of shame that I can't find small things that I could be happy about. I'm sure you could. No, I'm telling you. I've been thinking about this all week. This is the best I could come up with. All right. What else you got? Going to the movies alone. Yeah. You talk about that all the time. 
So one of the other things I would do once summer would roll around and sometimes even on the weekends during the school year, I would, I would just go to the, um, you could walk to the movie theaters from where I lived by these railroad tracks. Did I ever take you that way? No. No. So anyways, you could walk to the movie theaters on these abandoned railroad tracks and I just would go to the movie theater all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd get in, like buy a ticket for a PG movie, and then sneak into the rated R movies and watch them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes stay there all day watching movies. And then I would go home. That's what I like to do. Okay. What else you got? Um, so this was in later years, but like hanging out at the mall. I was a mall rat. I was a Jersey girl mall rat, like very typical. I like the malls too. I worked in a mall. You know that. Yeah. I worked in a mall after college. Yeah. I worked at McDonald's in a mall as a teenager. So I spent a shit ton of time in the mall. Um, Usually seeing the worst side of people. Hangry shoppers. All right, uh, next. Sorry, excuse me. (sighs) Big yawn. Uh, The next thing that made me happy as a child, let's see, on my list is sneaking into empty buildings and climbing on top of buildings. It's a lot of sneaking. Sneaking out of, sneaking into. Yep. I spent a lot of time sneaking around. You have a new nickname. The Sneak. <clears throat> sneakers sneakers <laughs> like a cat no don't call me sneakers all right sneakers sneakers frank <laughs> sneakers frank yeah it's a terrible name that is a terrible i don't like name. it what else you got um what else made you happy as a child <laughs> dreaming of winning the toys r us sweepstakes we've talked about this yeah. before yeah I think that, yeah, I would, I'm not adding it to my list, but I used to dream about that too. No, it was like a huge like thing. I don't know for for those listeners who may be too young. Why don't you describe what this thing was? So Toys R Us, the toy store, uh, and they had commercials and I don't know if they did it annually or they would have this big contest where you could enter and you would get. A shopping cart that you could literally fill up with as many toys as you wanted. I don't remember exactly how the contest worked. That's basically the gist of it. Basically, you could win this contest and go into the toy store and get as many toys as you wanted. Yeah, that was a big deal as a kid. It was a huge deal. And I used to walk around... Toys are us, like up and down the aisles, thinking, all right, I will grab this yeah. thing. Yeah, me this too. This is what I'm going to grab. And I would map <laughs> out, I would map out in my mind the route I would take. Yeah. Because it was timed. Right. You only had like an hour, right? Or something? No, it was less than an hour. It was five minutes. Yeah, it was like 10 minutes or something. I don't know. Some crazy sweeps. It was definitely thing. timed. I don't know. But toy stores are not, I mean, Toys R, Toys R Us went out of business, right? It did. Babies R Us and Toys they R Us. They both went out of did. business. 
Babies are us is a whole other fucking scam. Yep. We should talk about it someday. Well, we should talk about it now. I mean, after we're done with our list. It's not on the show notes. We can't talk about no, it. Oh, sorry. No, we can talk about it. You just have to remember because I'll forget well, once if, we move on. If a cat wasn't laying on your paper. All right. Other things I did that made me happy as a kid were drawing comic strips and writing stories. Mm-hmm. I did do a fair amount of that. Mm-hmm. Mostly for the escapism aspects. Okay. What do you got? What's next on your list? What made you happy, so, Stomping Jen? Uh, I had added a few things here, and I didn't realize it sort of went with the candy store. Okay. But um, the smell of Big League Chew when you open the pouch... Do you know what I'm talking about? Big League Chew? No, I didn't. So Big what League, is Big Chew, League Chew, Chew is a bubble gum that they put into a pouch to make it look like it was chewing tobacco. Oh, like that's nice. Like the baseball players used to yeah. chew, and they called it Big League Chew. But Ugh. when you open the pouch, it smelled like bubble gum. You like that. Yeah. I don't know why I wrote that down here. Okay. It's a happy memory. Did you do that a lot? I Did think, eat, I don't know. You chewed a lot of Big League Chew? I guess that was a treat of sorts. Okay. All right. This made me happy as a child. You ready? Going to graveyards and trying to talk to the dead. Oh, my God. What? I literally would do that. I think about the time I was like, maybe, I always liked going to graveyards, number one, even when I was a much younger child, but then when I got into my early teenage years, I had a bunch of crystals, and I dabbled in witchcraft for a while. (laughs) What? I did too. (laughs) And then I would go to the graveyard, and I would sit there with my crystals and try to communicate with the dead. And I would sneak into the graveyard after dark and um, try to talk to the um, spirits of the dead. Yeah. I did that on more than one occasion. Mm-hmm. Did it ever work? No. No, didn't work. No. But something I like to do. Okay. What else you got? Uh, I have traveling with my family. We did a lot of traveling in the summer. Yeah, that's nice. Where'd you travel to? Everywhere. What do you mean by everywhere? <clears throat> we would pile into our minivan and um, every year we did something. We went to the Southwest, we went to California, we've been to the Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, we've been to the South, we've been to Williamsburg, Virginia, Pennsylvania, we went to Boston. I mean, this is like, wow. you know. Did you go to Salem? I don't remember. I remember we, when we went to Boston, we did the Boston Tea Party, and we did, and we went to the Cheers Bar. Okay, all the touristy stuff. Yeah, a lot of touristy stuff. It's okay. But like every three years, we would go to Florida and do Disney, because my grandparents um, had a summer home and like a motel in Miami. 
and we would it sounds visit like them. that movie we watched. It is like Mrs. Maisel. No, oh, wait, no. no, which movie? About that horrible Florida apartment complex. Oh, no, it's different. Would you it remember like, the name of that movie? Yeah, The Florida Project. The Florida Project. Um, to our listeners, I highly recommend you go watch that. Yeah. So uh, you could see what Jen's grandparents' condo no, like was they, like. They had like a little like apartment. Like they had, it was a motel, but then they also had like more like garden apartments that people could stay at. And there was What's a, a garden apartment? It's just like an apartment. Like on the, whatever. Anyways, it was no, like. I'm curious. Had, what? Like, I don't know what it got. I like don't. she could cook. They could cook. Whatever. Why is it called a garden apartment? I don't know. That's did, just... did it have a garden? No. But there was a pool and then the the ocean was like behind, you know, the property or whatever. You could see though. You could walk from the pool to the ocean. Okay. And there was some guy that my grandfather knew and we would go um not just me, my grandfather and this gentleman. I I remember this memory of like us all going to the ocean and the guy you he, sure caught a, he caught a fish in his hat. He had like a hat. He caught a fish in his hat. I don't know. Okay. All Anyways, right. I like traveling uh, with my family. We saw a lot of cool stuff. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Cats. I didn't have cats as a child. Yeah, cats um, made me happy. Mm. I had many, many cats over the years as a kid. Yeah. And they were all special and unique. And I loved them all. Yeah. I think I've said, I don't know if I said it on this podcast or not, but I feel a life needs cats in it. And we've had, now we've had many cats. Mm-hmm. And they've all been unique. Uh, you and I. Yes, you and I. Yeah. They've all been unique and brought their own special cattiness to our lives. <laughs> and this one that I'm petting right now, Dagger, he's one of our newer cats. He's the best of the new cats. The other one, you should just get rid of him. No. It's just taking up space, that one. Stop, he's fine. He's a good cat. Yeah. And Dagger's licking my hand as we speak. Okay. What else? Is that it? No. Is that it for your list? No. No. Okay, go on. Um, I liked making mixes. I used to tape the radio for hours and then like cut and paste using my double recorder making mixes. Uh, It made you happy? I loved it. I loved making mixes. That sounds very frustrating. And uh, I remember in college thinking... And talking to people about how wouldn't it be great if you could just make your own, if people just sold the music one song at a time and then you could make your own playlist. Oh my God, you almost invented iTunes. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, But apparently I wasn't the only one who had that idea because somebody invented it. Yeah, because Steve Jobs monetized it and became a Mm -hmm. gazillionaire. Could have been me. Could have been. But it wasn't. All right. So the, another thing. This made me happy as a kid. Yeah. Was every year around the 4th of July, they would have this week long. Um, they called it the family festival in my town. And it was like a whole series of like concerts and like. 
parades and fireworks and various things of that nature. And you liked it? I actually did like it. As a kid. As a kid. But as an adult, you hate it. Why do you say that? Because every time I want to do stuff like that, you don't like it too. Yeah, it's not true. You hate fireworks. You've but told I go. me a thousand times. Yeah, I don't like them now. They're dangerous. When I was a kid, I didn't see the danger in them. I mean, there's lots of reasons I don't like them now. Do you want me to go into it? No. I'll, now I'm going to go into it. Uh, I don't like the crowd sizes. I feel that's unsafe. I don't like getting caught in traffic after the fireworks. I don't like mosquitoes. Mosquitoes? Yep. I don't like... um, I don't like biting insects, which there are plenty of around the 4th of July. I don't like being jostled in the crowds. I don't like... Hmm. I think those are the only things I don't like about it. Okay. I'm sure if you give me more time, I could think of reasons. Okay. But, yeah, generally, no, I hate fireworks. But I liked them as a kid. And they brought me happiness. As a child. As a child. Riding bikes with my friends made me happy. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I've explained this before. I was basically a free-range child. From the time I was in, like, third grade, my friends and I would just roam around on our bikes, getting into God knows what kind of trouble and adventures. Cool. Cool. I liked going to the boardwalk. The boardwalk? Mm-hmm. You went as a child? Mm-hmm. Did it make you happy? Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't mind the boardwalk now so much. Smell of saltwater taffy. The ocean. But I still like it. So it's a dual. Okay. Let's see. We didn't travel. Um, or I didn't travel as much as you and your family did when I was a child but one thing we did do rather regularly was go skiing in the winter and then go up to New Hampshire in the summer like rent a condo no in the summer um the fall trips happened more after we all left home. Mm-hmm. So when we were kids, we would go up there. Um, we would go up there in the summer. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. Enjoyed that. I liked to fish when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of fishing as a child. And um, <laughs> I'd say you're fishing right now. In a sense. Fishing. I had an itch. Okay. 
Um, I'm not allowed to scratch my itches now. You are allowed to scratch your itches. <laughs> Stomping Jen is covering up her itches with a pillow. <laughs> okay, it's just distracting to see <laughs> see your co-host stick their hand on the front of their pants and start itching. Oh, you mean like you don't scratch your... My what? Your parts. <laughs> I do scratch <laughs> my occasion. parts all the time, but it's just not when I'm engaged in conversation with people usually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but by all means, um, <laughs> set the pillow aside and commence to itching. It's fine. I'm okay with it. It just it surprised me. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. All right. Okay. Keep going. Um, and finally, the last thing on my list, oh. the thing that would bring me happiness. Yes was thinking about the apocalypse and wishing oh I could God. live in the post-apocalyptic nightmare oh world. Oh, my God. I fantasized endlessly about that. Yes, this is true. You've told me on many occasions. Yep, like on... Like I would get up early on holiday mornings, like Thanksgiving or Christmas. And pray the world had ended. And just wander around and be like, oh, what, and just... Be like, oh my god, this is what it would be like. There's not no one around. Oh, I would fantasize about it. But now that I'm older and I understand the realities about how the infrastructure would break down and the horrors that would result, mm -hmm. just from an infrastructure perspective, like all the nuclear meltdowns that would occur, so on and so forth, right. it doesn't seem so great to me. That was the list. Yay. What's the next list? I just want a second. Just, I've been trying to reflect on this list for me and why it put me in a bad mood. Did it put you in a bad mood? It really did. Because I think writing the list and talking about the list, I kind of realized that all of the things that made me happy as a child, or most of them involved escaping... From my life. Do you still feel that way? What do you mean? You want to escape from your life? Do the things I do that make me happy now yeah. help me escape from my current life? Yeah. No. Not at all. Great. So it's in your past. Uh, remember this concept of time being a flat circle? <clears throat> and there is no past, there is no future, there is no present. But you've escaped your childhood. Uh, I think my therapist would disagree. <laughs> I don't think I've escaped it. I mean, I think I have dealt with it and reckoned with a lot of it. But I think... To the extent that one can treat something like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, or or other types of you know persistent um, anxiety, I don't you know I think you you do your best to deal with it, but I don't know if you ever escape it. I don't know if you ever cure it. When, 
poor Sawtooth. When... Now I'm sad. Why are you sad? I don't know. Now you're putting me in a bad mood. Are you in a bad mood? What else do you have in your show notes? Well, why does that put you in a bad mood, though? Because I don't like you being sad. I'm not sad. That's the thing. I'm not sad. That's not how I'm characterizing it. Um, I think... Sadness isn't right. It's just, I think... um, Disappointing that I can't look back and come up with more examples of things that made me happy that didn't involve trying to escape the day-to-day realities of my life. That's all. It's more disappointment, not sadness. I don't feel sadness. Okay. What's next on my list? St. Patrick's Day. On my show notes. Oh. How do you feel about St. Patrick's Day? We're recording this on St. Patrick's Day. How do I feel about yeah. St. Patrick's Day? I don't really understand it. I've Did never... you know that it's celebrated in more countries than any other holiday? For real? Yeah. No, I didn't. Know yeah. That. I just, it's, I'm not Irish. I'm not Catholic. It's... Are you a pope? I don't understand the appeal like of dressing in green or drinking to excess i understand the appeal of drinking to excess no you don't really because you don't go out in mass throngs of people and go to bars and like drink raucously like in the streets like people do on saint patrick's day that's true you drink alone in the house. I mean, with me watching TV. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. I'm not. Al- I- we're not. Al- I'm not alone. Sorry. You're making it sound like Sorry. I like go into the closet <laughs> with my nips. Sorry. What I'm trying to say is you don't go out in celebratory drinking in large crowds like people do on St. Patrick's Day. Never. Um. I don't understand the celebration of celebrating something that isn't anything having to do with your heritage or culture. I can understand if you're like Irish or like whatever, but this embracement of, I don't know. Yeah, it's I, all in good fun. I just well, like I, I don't know. Like everything else, I feel it's too commercialized. It doesn't really focus on what the holidays intended to. What is the holiday intended to? I think it's intended to focus on the death of Saint Patrick. He drove the snakes out of. I don't even know, but... I did do some reading. Well, we did in the car, right? And so, like, the first St. Patrick's Day parade was celebrated in Boston. Yeah. In, like, the 1700s. But I think it... um, 
it reinforces some really horrible stereotypes yeah. about Irish people. Yeah, like drinking and gold and leprechauns and wearing I wouldn't green. Say leprechauns are negative. And it's funny because I was reading something and they said that the color green wasn't even associated with St. Patrick's Day. It was actually blue was a color that was associated with huh. St. Patrick's For Day. For real? Yeah. Why do you think uh, leprechauns are negative? I didn't say they were negative. I said they reinforce negative stereotypes, and you said leprechauns. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's like people, it's, it's like people celebrating Mardi Gras when they're not Mardi Grasing. I, I don't know. It's like people, tr- like, it's like the secularism, secularism, how do you say that word? S- Secul- secularism, consumerism, secularism of, of like Christmas, where like Christmas actually. Secularizing. If you're if you're looking at Christmas as a religious holiday, it has nothing to do with Santa Claus and the whole consumerism of. It's like the Easter bunny, like we were talking with the kids about this. All right. You go. You you tell you tell them what we were talking about. I have Where to are go you going? Pee. I have to go pee. Wait, wait! You can't leave. I have to pee. I'm gonna pee my pants while we're doing this. Just can't keep you talking. Just pause this for a second. No, talk about the Easter Bunny. It'll be two seconds. I'll be right back. Come <clears throat> uh, on, you're the co-host. It's very difficult to just talk just about it. nothing. To so, anyways, we were talking with the kids about. Why we don't celebrate Easter and what Easter is actually representative of, which is, you know, the resurrection of Christ and how the consumerism of the secular culture has adopted these pagan rituals like the Easter bunny and chocolate. And for most kids, it's all about candy. What did you say? See, you missed the whole fucking thing. Oh, maybe that's why I was in a bad mood. I had to pee. I feel great now. Anyways, that's how I feel. All right. Well, I didn't hear any of that, so I'm just going to agree Talking with you about Easter, about how it actually has a religious meaning, and how the secularism of this and consumerism of this what's the meaning of easter society is all it's made it all about candy basically is that kids. when they crucified jesus they put him in the tomb and they rolled back the rock and a whole bunch of rabbits ran out <laughs> that sounds like a great story yeah egg laying rabbits Carrying baskets full of chocolate, bounded forth from the tomb. I mean, you celebrated Easter as a child, so why don't you... How dare you? And Christmas as a child. Yeah, but there was no connection to Jesus at That's all. That's what I'm talking about, the consumerism, the secularism. Yeah, it was. they were completely secular holidays in my household. All right. Anyways, I'm just here to say... Wait. What? That's it? Okay. That... What do you think about St. Patrick's Day? I don't like it. Come here. This I don't is the like cat it. coming that you keep talking about. He's not a good cat. Sullivan, the cat. Come here. He's not a good cat. He is so. All right, let's focus you. here. Get on your mic and let's focus. Unfocus what? 
so I just wanted to say that I hate St. Patrick's Day because it's too commercialized and it focuses on negative stereotypes. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. I have a is sawtooth an asshole question that came up this week. This will be quick. So I was at Whole Foods shopping and my bill came to, let's say it was $20.80. The person checking me out says, would you like to donate dollar 20 cents uh-huh. to this particular charity and i just looked at her i said no i wouldn't like to and then she gave me a look like i was an asshole because i didn't want to round up and pay 21 dollars am i an asshole for saying no no why did they look at me like I was an asshole? I don't think you're an asshole. She might thought you were an asshole. Well, what would you what would you have done in that situation? No, I'm always like I don't want to donate. I don't know that that money actually goes to wherever right? they send it to. When I spend my philanthropic charitable donations, I want to know that it's going where I want it to go. So you don't think I'm an asshole? No. Did you go into Whole Foods intending to make a donation to some sort of charitable no. organization? No, you went there to get groceries. Okay. Want to talk about Babies R Us? No. We're at an hour. No. You want to talk about Babies R Us? No. We could talk about it on a future episode about babies. We'll never talk about Babies R Us ever again. Real quick, what do you want to say about it? No, it's just a giant ripoff and scam. My problem is, like, the second you walk through the door of that store, the whole thing is designed to convince you you need all this shit to keep your baby alive. <laughs> right? And you need nothing. You need food for it. And you need diapers. You don't even need diapers. You don't even need diapers. You could wrap the baby in a giant cloth. I mean, you could just let it air, hang it on your back, and let it shit all over you, (laughs) and then wash it off in the river. Oh God! When I think about like all the things, the unnecessary items. Yeah, like I remember we um, for our first child, we bought like organic cotton onesies no we didn't yes we did and we were like trying to explain to your parents we're like see they don't bleach the cotton no i don't remember yeah we 100 percent did and they looked at us like we were aliens but you don't need any of that shit yeah new parents it's all a bunch of lies yeah but new parents wouldn't don't listen to anybody anyway no, you got to figure gotta it out live, on your you gotta own. You got to live through it. So we're glad Babies R Us went bankrupt <laughs> and closed, right? Uh, I don't know that I'm glad. Um, it was kind of a store that preyed on the masses, though. It's like a, it's like a wedding dress boutique. Yeah. 
in my opinion. It was predatory. It really was predatory. Like the wedding industry and the baby industry are just... It's really ridiculous. Yeah. You don't need... You don't need either one, weddings or babies. No. You know how much I spent on my wedding dress? Eight dollars. Sixteen. Oh, I thought it was eight. It was some ridiculously low amount of money. It's a good looking wedding dress. And then I was watching Say Yes to the Dress. Yeah. And people were spending upwards of twenty four hundred, thirty four hundred dollars on a dress. Assholes. You know what I do? And I'm sorry if you spent twenty four hundred to thirty four hundred on your wedding dress and you listen to this. People spend like tens of thousands of dollars on their wedding dress. Like what the fuck for? I almost spent a thousand dollars on a wedding dress. Okay. But that's still a third less than three thousand dollars. No, two thirds less than three thousand dollars. If you're getting married, no, a third. And you have some money to spend. I can't do math. And you're thinking about your budget. The place to put your money in is the food. Let's be real. Yeah. The food and the venue. Find a unique venue. Yeah. And a good DJ. No one's looking at you. No one cares about your dress. And here's what's going to happen. I'm going to be honest. The cat peed on my dress. You're going to get you're going to get old. <laughs> right? Your kids are going to stick you in a nursing home. They're going to go through your shit. They're going to look at your wedding album and they're going to toss it in the dumpster with the rest of your crap. It's true. So. Spend $16 on your wedding dress. Yeah. And then put it in a Ziploc bag and then let your cat pee all over it. Yeah. We probably just lost listeners. Because <laughs> I guarantee you there are people listening to this who paid more than um, $3,000 for their wedding dress. And we just called them assholes. I didn't call them an asshole. I, I said did. it was unnecessary money. I said your money is better spent elsewhere. Yeah, but I called them assholes. And that's just our opinion. So you do think they're assholes? No, I didn't call anybody an asshole. Oh. Should I take it back? I think people should do what people want to do. Whatever. I'm do, just. Do you mean me? Our opinion. My opinion is that it's unnecessary. All right. So fuck babies are us. Mm-hmm. Fuck wedding stores. Mm-hmm. And fuck people who pay more than $16 for their wedding dresses. No, that wasn't a fluke. That was an anomaly. That's what I'm hearing you say. No, it was the dress that I ended up buying happened to be on the clearance rack at Lord and Taylor. And then when I went to go actually purchase it, it had been further discounted. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm hearing you say people who don't take the time to find $16 dresses are assholes. No, no. Huh. No, I don't agree with that. I think you can spend a couple hundred dollars on your dress. That's perfectly acceptable. Only a couple hundred? No, I'm saying people should do what people want to do. Okay. I think spending over $1,000 on a wedding dress is ridiculous. All right. And I wouldn't, if I was getting married again. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I didn't do it the first time and I wouldn't do it. What are your chances of getting married again? Never. Interesting. 
All right. The last thing I had on my show notes, I don't know if we want to talk about this, was our son went to a little event this weekend. This past weekend. We're recording this on a Sunday night like we always do. Is this the, is Jen an asshole segment? No, it's not at all. No. I would never do one of those. Because I don't think you're an asshole. Okay, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. Our son went. I to get mad room. at you sometimes because you don't know how to speak into a microphone. But you're not an asshole. All right. Mostly because you bought a sixteen dollar wedding dress. Oh my god. And I have to admire somebody who did that. All right, listen. All right. So, anyways, we gave our son twenty bucks oh, in cash. That's, yeah. A five and fifteen ones. He had it when he jumped out of the car. We get to the place where we go and where he was going to spend the money. And maybe it's like a 50 foot, like, no, it, it, anyways, from like the it, car, all it's the irrelevant. Way. It's irrelevant. Let me finish the story. So okay. we get into the place. We're like, where's the money? He's like, I left it in the car. So I said, here's the keys. Go get it. So he's gone like 10 minutes or like way longer than he should have been. So I go to find out where he is and I find him outside of the building completely beside himself he's like i lost the money i lost the money i said it's okay it's only money it's only twenty dollars i'll go get more money so i go to the atm i get the money i go pay the people who needed the money then i decide to walk back um retrace his steps so he went off to go do this thing that he was doing that he needed the money for Stomping Jen went to go go roller skating with our daughter. And so I decided to retrace his steps to see maybe if I could find the money on a long shot. So I go back through um, one of the stores we walked through, which was Target. And I go up to the service desk and I say, by any chance did anybody turn in a bundle of money? My... Uh, 11-year-old thinks he dropped it out in the parking lot. And the kid looks at me. He goes, no, I don't think so. Let me go ask. So then he goes and asks um, the woman who was managing the service desk. And then she says, oh, yeah, somebody did bring it in. She said, can you describe it? I said, yes, it was in a little paper binder clip. It was a... Five and fifteen ones. And she said, yep, that's it. She said, a really nice woman um, brought it in and said, you know, I found this out in the parking lot, you know, and I wanted to turn it in in case somebody comes looking for it. I came looking for it. They gave it to me. And it restored my faith in humanity that day. The end. If you found that in the parking lot, what would you have done? I would have kept it. <laughs> no, I would have turned that in. Yeah. You know why? Because it was in a binder clip. Because it was in a binder clip. And I would, the first thing I would have thought to myself is only a kid would put this in a binder clip. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what would have popped into my mind. I would have turned it in. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Um, whoever that person is. Thank you. Thank you. Our son thanks you. All right. 
we've gone longer than we've ever gone before. <laughs> and I think all because I was in a bad mood. Every time you say a bad mood, I think of that Miley Cyrus song. I don't know it. I woke up in a bad mood. You want to take us out on bad mood? No, no, no. I think there's a little bit more. Let's dig a little deeper. Seriously, there's going to be no fucking around tonight. I'm going to say it, and that's really going to be it. So. Without further ado. Without further fucking ado. I know. This is the bad mood fucking episode. And I'm going to say to you, bye now. Thank you.